Hello and welcome to the Funny Old Game Football Podcast, um, a podcast for two old pals talking about Scottish football and beyond. My name's Stuart. I'm Stephen. Today we're going to discuss the results from the last weekend of some Scottish football, um, a bit of the English Premier League and European football and beyond. Right, Stevie, we're going to get into the Scottish Premier League fixtures of the past weekend. We're going to start fittingly with the champions Celtic at home to Aberdeen at Parkhead. This was Sunday's game. It was a flag day at Parkhead, 60,000 sellout to see the champions raise a flag. Carl McGregor being captain for the first time to raise it. Um, Aberdeen under management of Jim Goodwin. In fact, he was the last manager to win at Parkhead 18 yeah. months ago. He's a man manager. Uh, finished 2-0 to Celtic, goals from Welsh and Jota. Um, how did you think Celtic got on? Do you think it was a good good way they started off the season or do you think they struggled? Or, um, I thought it was a good uh, good result for Celtic, yeah. I think Aberdeen, they're not really the... They've got a bit of a history of going to Parkhead and not getting a good result, um, yeah. Um, but I think Aberdeen, to get away with a 2 nothing result, I think is a... Aye. For for Aberdeen, obviously it's a defeat for Aberdeen, but it's it could be worse. Aye, when I looked at watched the highlights back, Celtic have hit six or seven. They yeah. were they missed a host of chances. Um, Hattie that played well. Uh, Jack and Marcus missed a few chances. Um, I think Aberdeen had one chance in the whole game. Well, really, that I seen was uh, Johnny Hayes a good a good shot. Yeah, could have could have been wise. It's not a good start for Aberdeen as well, man. When Welsh scores after three minutes. You're on the back foot straight away. You need to, you need to, with Celtic, I think, you need to frustrate them for at least 60 an hour Aye. to have any chance of getting a result against them. Uh, and obviously, Aberdeen, Jim Goodwin, I don't know if he's happy or not, he's a Celtic fan, he's a, he's a season tick holder, allegedly. But uh, he would have been happy with that, definitely. He'd have watched, told them to try and frustrate Celtic as long as possible because then you can try and beat them on the counter. But when you go 1 0 down after three minutes, you've got no chance. And the thing is, the, the goal after 1 0, it's Stephen Welsh scored a, a header and had three men marking him. Aye. Three men marking aye. him and he, he still managed to beat all three men. Aye, it's not really a Celtic way Celtic play. I think if they if tear you apart, it fair enough, but to, to also go for a set of pieces isn't yeah. good. Um, I thought Jota's goal was an absolute belter, by the way, an absolute screamer. He's got to be some player for them this season, I think. Aye, and I've said it's probably the best goal of the weekend. That oh, I've seen. I thought. Jinx, I've got, I've got it's one, one or two. I've got one later on, maybe we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but it was, a, it was a great finish. What well, I will say, don't get me wrong, the goal was really good. There was, was an unstoppable, unstoppable strike. But the Aberdeen defender, uh, number 21 for Aberdeen, Aye. he should have done better. He could have filled your man. Aye. He, Phil Jota gave away a free kick, which again could have cost a goal, or just show a bit more strength and kind of hold Jota off. But again, it was Take a goal by Jota. They definitely, aye, definitely. Celtic deserve to win. I think I watched the highlights. Kyogo, I think, has got probably the best movement I've seen in a striker in the SPL in, in years. Mm-hmm. His movement in the box is fighting. Hitati looks like a different prospect at the start of this season. Um, I think he struggled. He's, he done well when he, he debuted against Rangers when the Celtic beat Rangers yep. done last season. I think he's maybe tired. I don't know if he was halfway through a season in Japan and then he came to Celtic. Ah, he's a bit more relaxed. He's refreshed this time. He's obviously been here for a few months yeah. and he looks like a decent a decent player. But yeah, he's a good start for Celtic. They'll be happy with that. Aberdeen, 
it's probably a game they weren't expecting to get three points anyway, so yeah. I don't think they'll go be worried about it. I think they've had a good League Cup campaign on a Jim Goodwin. Aye. So they've got a, a, they've got a, they'll just write this one off to as a an old firm defeat and they'll go from there. And the thing is as well, it's it's you're going to the champions in the first day of the season at home, no matter who you're playing, Celtic are going to win. Aye. Like, I, I, you're unlikely to walk away Aye. with a Celtic defeat. We at did, home in the first day of the season. We did see that, I think, in the last podcast, yeah. that we, 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 we think Celtic would absolutely smash Aberdeen anyway. Or um, note from that game is that Adam Moyer making his debut for Celtic. Um, obviously, Ange knows him mm-hmm. from his Australian times. He's a, he was a quality player, played for some others in, in my City's books. Um, done well at Huddersfield, so he's a good, he's a good player. Um, the other game, we'll just stick to Sunday because we'll make it a wee bit order for you. The other game on Sunday was Motherwell v St Mern. Um, Motherwell have, well, <laughs> they've struggled since yeah. the start of the season. They've changed manager, oh, Alexander's really? left. Steve Hamill's come in as temporary manager. They've obviously won 1-0 against St Mern. Uh, Ivan Veen penalty. Do you think Steve Hamill will stay as manager or do you think they'll go for somebody else? It really depends on what they what they want and what they want achieved this season. Like I think their biggest or their, their ambition, their goals this season would have been to try to go get as far as they could in Europe. The fact that they've been put out already, I think they've they need to just start again. Yeah. Um, whether you have a guy who is an ex player, a legend, and, uh, and He's he's got his he's got his badges and um, the the under eighteen coach under twenty one coach. I'm not too sure. I know he was a coach at some point. He was he was working with the youth team and I think he was kind of lack of a better word. He was being groomed to eventually take over. Maybe this is his time. I mean, you can't start off well, but if you're temporary manager, many games more more games you win. Sorry, a better chance of getting a job. Yeah. Looking at the game myself, even though they won, Motherwell, some Mon were probably a better team. A lot of ways, with chances. Kelly, who I know you're a fan of. I love Slim Kelly. Made some absolute tremendous yep. saves for Joe Younger and especially one from Curtis Main. Two absolute fantastic. Uh, there, there, fantastic was hedder, sa- there was a header. There was a header that should have been a goal. It was just probably. Cut, I think I remember the Curtis Main one. I it was an absolute cracking, cracking save. I'm going to say save the season already. Save of the season. Definitely. Um, apparently, for, for Motherwell, we scored for Van Veen. It was a, a, a shot by uh, Blair Spittle. Uh, and times a handballed it mm-hmm. for me and the letter of the law is apparently but it is a wee bit it is close it's struck at pace yeah his hand is in as I say in a natural position yeah, it, was it, apparently, it was definitely it was apparently a letter of the law yep. um, other note for that game was uh, do you see Ricky Lammy's red card too fitted I, I can't believe that a player can his reaction after it is my is my kind of Aye. what I'm more shocked at. Surely you know you've done a bad challenge, especially when you've got a guy squaring up to you, and your reaction is just I'm going to just continue this aggression. Ah, he was just it was gaff, a, it was it was a, a definitely a care. Do you need any excuses? But I, again, someone I don't someone we think we've said will struggle this season with St Johnston. Mm-hmm. Um, but on that actual game, they looked to, even though they lost, they looked a better team than yep. well. But maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe if you're a better team, you should win the games. True. It's not. It's, it's not good being a better team and not getting not the points. Yeah. Um, for me, Marlow, I would have seen. Hopefully, Steve Hamill gets a few good results and maybe gets a job. He can somebody. He brings something, but he knows the club from like he knows the youth players. He knows 
ich kann bei sein dort. Nein. Für das wird man bei ihm eine Chance zu, zu schwimmen selbst und ja. bekommt man gut Manager, wenn auch noch. Du sagst, er ist ein Legend in Maro. Maro ist ein Big Community Club. So, yeah, so you say that. So they might want to appease the fans. Like, aye, definitely. We, we don't want to sign any other manager, but we're happy with a guy who's who bleeds model. Uh, going to some other games, we'll go to Saturday's games. Um, a few games there was great. Obviously, the first game of the season was Livingston at home to Rangers at the world famous Tony Macaroni Stadium. Rangers winning two one. Um, goals. Livingston's obviously got the score by Joe Nubley's goal in the fifth minute um, and then Rangers come back to win 2-1 with goals for Arfield and James Tavernier within five minutes each other in the yeah. second and the fourth minute. That game was uh, Rangers really, really struggled in the first half for me. That big boy Nubley terrorised Rangers. Mm-hmm. Suter, I've got Suter, Golson and Kamara all get yellow cards for him. Just, he's got big lanky legs just beating him. Yeah. Um, I think that was his actual first goal for someone in 23 games. He was on loan at both last season. Oh, no. He is a, a really... That, I looked at his career mm-hmm. before he came to Scotland and it's a lot of non-league or lower league, mm-hmm. non-league English mm-hmm. clubs he's played for. But on that, fitting area, on that one there, he looked a good player. Yeah. Um, he absolutely terrorised. Rangers had a lot of debuts. John Suter, Tom Lawrence, Kolak. And Tillman came on off the bench. John Suter, goals, Connor Golson came out defending John Suter. John Suter struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, that game, what do you think his performance? Do you think he was, he was just nervous? Do you think it was because of the pitch, because of his injuries? Or with reports, we don't know if this is true, that he, he's something happened to his brother. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Suter's performance? Going from the, the injury point of view, I, uh, the history of injuries, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what's kind of had him a bit mm-hmm. not really wanting to commit himself to challenges and such because I, 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 you probably get this all the time from us or from me on this podcast I don't understand how a professional football club can have actual tough pitches uh, I'm sure it's banned in England it is I don't know so I don't know why we've got it and I understand in a financial point yeah. of view clubs in SP, some of the clubs in SPFL can't make as much money mm-hmm. so they use that for other events yeah. and that's why they've got Astro Turf but we've seen before players I mean a couple of years Jamie Murphy at Rangers he injured his leg in Astro Turf and never recovered for, it, for uh-huh. Rangers anyway it's really dangerous for players and I think Stephen A. Smith actually going uh, far back I think he's done some time sometimes clubs won't play players on yeah. these, kind of, these kind of pitches just because of the syringes. So, yeah, you make, make your own turn and you're, you're, kind of, you're going to be out for a long time. But other than that, I think, as we kind of touched upon, maybe he has something on his mind and it's kind of stopped him being able to play because he's never played during the week in Europe. Um, but he's good enough to be Definitely. Rangers. He's definitely back in the Scotland squad. He's, he's a good player. Yeah, definitely. Players yeah. might just need to settle in. As I said, as I said, Conor Gold said he's been taking flag for Rangers fans for five years or whatever yep. he's been here and he still he still um goes strong. A couple of instances for that game obviously was the yeah, like, could possible two red cards. We've got Cancur, the Livingston boy, two challenges for he get booked 
for the first one. Yeah. Should have got booked for the second one in my point of view. And then David Martindale, he, even himself, who's a, a honest guy, said he, he had to take him off because yeah. it was a, it would have been a red one more challenge. I think you referee and say that you got one more shot and you're off. But for me, if that was two separate players mm-hmm. doing the same challenges, it was two bookings. Yep. So I don't understand why he's not very really cared to the boy. Um and, he, and it's not it's not kids football, so you can't really have the I'm gonna tell your manager to take you off, off to save you. And I get his first game of the season. Um who was the referee? Do you remember who the referee Don was? Robertson. Don Robertson, okay. And look, so he's 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 not brand new, he's got many years, he's a very experienced manager and there's no need to have a sort of as I was saying, like it's not kids football if You've made two bad challenges. You're going to get sent off no matter Aye. who you play for. Oh, obviously, the one for Rangers with Glenn Kamara. He had a, a challenge with Ted on the new player, the big boy up front, and then he's got a potential handball. Again, Kamara, for me, struggled that game. He struggled in Europe as well. Yeah. Probably Europe later on, but he struggled in that game as well. That, that could be even the sell-up. Uh, I would say David Martindale, honest interview after the game, said Aye, his boy could have sent off so could have Kamara. Um, we've also got an incident where Kolak's goal was ruled offside. Now, they're not interested in VAR into Scottish football till October. Mm-hmm. The Giants crazy. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's either, I think, first and only team I'll agree with Michael Stewart is he says you either bring it in the start of the season or if you go bring it halfway, you bring it exactly halfway through. So it's yeah. fair. You kind of bring it in After seven eight, eight, eight games, games yeah. or something like that. Looking for me, I think he was onside. Um, you can't. I don't. It's really hard to tell. But yeah. I Val would help with that with yeah. the lines. He looked onside to me. Um. So again, if Rangers had drew that game one each, mm-hmm. would they go back and say, "Oh well, if I was not just then, yeah, we've got three points there." Yeah, if Rangers don't win the league by uh, two points, or Aye, my plan that would work out. But just getting a draw. If they did draw that game, then. That's the whole point in VAR. Why bring VAR in later on, not just now? Right. Celtic had one as well. Uh, Celtic had one in their game. Hattati went down the box and it could have been a penalty. I think Bartley uh, on sports scene said he didn't... Or I think it was Clyde Wang was actually talking about. He didn't think it was a penalty. He's seen it back as well. Looking at it, it could have been, it could have been given, but again, VAR would have helped with that. Yeah. For penalty decisions. Other than that... David Martindale, he's been taking flack. I've seen the honest assessment after the game, he's been taking flack because he's supposed to have Rangers leanings. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. He came out and said, if I told my players to lose against Rangers, I've got six Celtic fans in that, in that dressing room. Yeah. Listen, I don't think it matters. I had a wee laugh earlier on with John Goodwin, but a, a season tight holder to Celtic. I don't think it matters who managers, who managers support their mm-hmm. younger or who they're leanings against. Mm-hmm. We're in a, a professional a business. They're paid, paid to win games. Aye. If David Martindale beats Rangers, I improve his chances. Maybe he wants to go somewhere better than Livingston, a bigger club than Livingston. If people look at it and say, oh, he's beat Rangers, or he's beat Celtic, and Jim McGoon could win winning against Celtic in his first opening day of the season, I'd be amazed. I'd be massive if I were doing. Um, absolutely, yeah. I think it's the he was taking, the he was taking off a plate was absolutely ridiculous. It, it was, it absolutely was. But what I'll say, is what the reason why I think he was taking so much flack, and I've kind of taken a note of one of his quotes. He said, "Scotty does what Scotty does." 
in I was in a tab tab I got a tab I got an eye and it's he, I should do that's what I'm going to say he's very refreshing as a mm. manager he can be serious he can be jokey and he's got a bond with the players if I, maybe he'll be talking about Jota and the next time Celtic might score a wonder strike against Lamiston whenever they play Lamiston and he'll say Jota does what Jota does exactly and it's just he's a very naturally charismatic guy in my opinion and no, he's like just, he's, people are just, just stringing on things it's ah, he's definitely he's a, he's a fresh affair He's a good, a good manager, I think. A breath of fresh air. Fresh yeah. I can't fucking, I can't even say that there. He's definitely a good manager, good for, good for the league. Yeah. Um, he's doing well at Livingston. Don't he, he actually, I've not really heard any real bad to work said about David Martin. Like, he's got very good man management skills in like other podcasts, other sort of TV shows that you listen to, watch or whatever, whenever David Martin Dale is mentioned. He's always said, like, are we, are we trouble? Are we, no. are we laugh? He's, he's, Definitely. he seems like a good guy. Yeah, we'll go to the next game I've got here down is Hearts v Worst County at Tynecastle. Um, Hearts winning 2-1. Goals from um, Alan Forrest, Barry Mackay and Worst County got a goal from White. Mm. Shankly meeting obviously meeting his league debut for Hearts in that game. Alan Forrest and my Barry Mackay for me, two great goals again. The build up play yeah. for Alan Forrest's goal That's, was excellent. Yeah, I thought it was a really good team goal. Um, Hearts and Barry Mackay. Barry Mackay is a weird one. He's, he's been, he was been for years. Mm-hmm. He scored that one goal against Celtic. I, I don't know when that was. Scott five, Scott six seven. years ago. Yeah. He's went a few clubs in down south. Forest, Swansea. Last season, he done well at Hearts. This season, that goal, that touch, you touched a bit yeah. of down. Then he faints the boy, he defends it and then he slides it under the keeper. He's got he's got a talent, yeah. he just needs to apply it. And yeah. he done well out again, we said last season at Hearts. I think if he does again he can get into Scotland squad. I I don't he see why he, why he couldn't, to be honest. He's a I think he's left footed, or he plays out left anyway, and I think I was saying in the last podcast, I think having a left footed player who's capable Aye. is always something that you want in your team. And absolutely, the, the goal, it was a good touch from him. And Some he just, punishment. He, he ran pretty much from the halfway line, maybe just a bit shy, eh, a bit further from the halfway line. And very great finish as well. And to bring it down, definitely. See, they, like, watched the game, watched the, the game back as well. Worst County probably had a better chance to start off with. Mm-hmm. You had Sims hitting the post, and, and a boy called Owara, I may be pronouncing that wrong, he's a... Uh, number seven for Worst County he was brilliant that game Aye. hot the bar Aye, the bar uh, beats, the, beats the boy smacks it uh, beats Craig Gordon all ends up so he does he looked a play he came off after about 70 minutes he looks definitely like looks a talent mm. he could be one to watch for Worst County uh, what kind of heart struggled in that game was is it Worst County had three or four chances where it was a ball just lumped over the top of the defence yeah you know, I've obviously lost John Suter. I was about to say that, yeah. So that's a big massive loss to them. So that could be an issue with them going along because a lot of clubs will see that yeah. and say, we'll just lump it forward. Sometimes that could be, it's why you play pass, 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 but mm. see, sometimes you just a lump over the field, over, over defence. It turns the defence and see if you somebody up for yeah, a bit of pace. Because yeah. that's how that white goal was scored for Ross Cunningham, straight over the defence. Uh, 
bang in the goal. Other thing I've got for that game was I think the boy called Grant, a possible red card for, I think it was for Hearts. It was a, we've looked at his decisions over the last couple of games, we'll talk about red cards and the Hibs game and the Regalami one as well. They all seem similar, but you're getting different results. You're getting, mm-hmm. One's getting a red card, one's getting a booking. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. You need consistency through your game. Yes. So we did. And then, obviously, as we've talked about Shanton, his league debut, he never, what I said, he never really done anything, but I think he'll be a good, a good sign for them, we've said. He'll score goals. Yeah, he'll score goals. Absolutely score goals. And can I just, from what you said about the, the inconsistency with the referees, I want to go ahead and talk about the... Um, the St Johnson uh, Hibs game because that had two really bad fills in it very 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 similar fills Murray Davison with a a hammer thrower on a challenge <laughs> and got a red card and the Hibs player with a very mirror image of the challenge Aye. and gets a yellow card we'll go into that game next day nice St Johnson Hibs at McDermott Park um, Hibs were a late late winner after Josh Campbell he takes a deflection after uh, McPherson for St Johnson who actually lost and he actually conceded the corner again both teams have struggled to start a season St Johnson have both out of the League Cup I say if they start a season St Johnson would probably get relegated mm-hmm. Hibs have just went from icing to icing under Johnson it's been nothing's went right for them apart from this game yeah. which is obviously good because they've got three points with it I say the key points for that game I mean Hibs at the start of the game had a couple of other chances but never really tested the keeper. It was like they were getting any opportunities but it was skying it or it was just hitting a boy, had a deflection off. But the main talking points, like I said, the first one is Davison, red card. You always hear about this but Murray Davison is not that type of player. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you always hear. Oh, he's not that type of player. And the boys give it eight red cards in his career. Yeah. Oh, he's not that type of player and he's a big stump his leg. It was a definitely a red for mm-hmm. me, definitely, but I think it was definitely a red. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would even say, like, I know we're talking about this one, but I, I think the one for the Hibs one was a more of a red card. I would, well, 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 I definitely, yeah. mate. I, I was, see, that's what I don't get. So, it's the same ref. Mm-hmm. How's one, one a red and one a, one a year? I don't understand how you can do that. It's, I, it's either two, it's got two reds at least. Absolutely. Because, absolutely. Um, because like, the second fill, the, 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 sorry, not the second fill, but the, the Hibs, I think I've got me doing his, his name again. I'm, you'll notice this as the podcast goes through through the season. I'm fucking useless at presenting people's names. I think his name is Kabira. He's number three for Hibs. So that's who the guy's called. So number three for Hibs. We'll go with that. I, uh, <laughs> it was a size, as they say. Like it, it, it never held it back, did it? You know, no. Bound right through. And I thought I don't. Obviously, I'm not a qualified referee. I thought the intent. Behind the challenge, ah, it was. It wasn't for. Had more of a. Aye. Had more over the aggression. The over aggression, aggression of it, aggression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was. It was on McGowan. I think it was for the hearts. Uh, hearts, but that was why. <laughs> <laughs> he cut it off on the two. Aye, it was definitely. It's definitely. It's got the two reds, and again. Hibs get a late winner. They've got eleven men in the park. If they get to ten men, St John's can get a point in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis is stupid for getting his red Hibs they were they were lucky I think you said what did um, Hibs match come out to say after Aye. the game so Lee Johnson came out after the game in his post match press conference and said it was a yellow and a half so obviously there's no such thing as a yellow and a half 
So it's more than a yellow card. So it's a red card. Aye. See if he just came out and said, do you know what? Hands up, it was a bad challenge. You would have more credibility. You would kind of accept that... Uh, even say, uh, he's not like that. That's not how mm-hmm. player he is. But maybe you're over-eager. Maybe he just had a bit of, a, bit of um, passion and he's went through something. And the fact that your manager had then said, oh, it was a year one and a half, which is just... Bullshit. <laughs> just well, we, as we just said, we just talked about the Rangers game with David Martin. David Martin, David yeah. would come out and say, that was a red card, we're lucky to get away with it. Right. So I don't know why you're trying to defend your player when it's indefensible. You can't, I think he's been booked, so you can't do, I don't know if he did expect of red cards anymore. I don't even know. Obviously. I, don't I think even he's know. I think he's caused to get booked to the referee's dealt with it. But I don't know how that works now. I, well, I, I think if there was, if your man was injured, so whoever, I mean, actually, who received the challenge, right. I think if he was injured, I think it could then go in front of the oh, compliance no. officer, but because the referee's made his decision and it's face, if if he's um happened in front of your face, I think that's kind of as you said, over and done with. What I will, will say, like we've kind of mentioned far already, there's two things I want to kind of mention about that. The two, the inconsistency is mm-hmm. what is causing referees in Scotland to be. Criticised all the time. Mm-hmm. Will VAR help with that? I think it will, but you have old firm fans. Everything is a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So it'll be the decision guaranteed in a Rangers game or a Celtic game, where it'll be an, a slight offside. It'll be who's drawing the lines. Yeah. Who's who's doing, who's making the decision in the background. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to help with referees. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a tough... I mean, we all criticise when we all say, oh, he's had a shite game. Oh, yes. How does he not see that? But it is a tough one. And do England, in your country, I think we are 15 top blue Scotland when the last ones to get in. Creation, I've got it. Yeah. So they definitely need it. But I don't mean, I'm not really looking at probably need to look at it more for an NX maybe podcast, is the VAR we're getting, I'm heard we've got like something like six cameras, that, yeah. whereas in England they've got like 50. Yeah. So if they can't see it through these six images, or what they've put like the cameras, then it won't help the referee. Well, what so I don't know if the referee would get then advice to tell it, ah, just go by his own decision. Yeah. But what I was thinking from that is, is obviously some clubs can afford more than other clubs. So could Celtic and Rangers have a better VAR system? But then that's not fair, is it? Worth exactly. Aye, it's not. I, I, think I think it goes by. I think it's. I don't feel league pays for it. I don't. Okay. I, all the clubs are chipping whatever. Um, but I can only help them. But again, it should have been introduced in October. They've had VAR's not just a brand new system. It's been mm. in, doing England. It's been in our countries for years or a couple of years now. How could we not had our officials? In the off season, we yeah. do it to England and learn yeah, how to use it. it. Absolutely. And then trial it in the League Cup games. Yeah. See, even uh, even even like just the S- who, ESPL clubs mm-hmm. that are in the, in the League Cup start halfway. Yeah. Trial it in their their pitches. Cause you can't really take it down to like Capo or something like that because they can't really have no get facilities or maybe can't afford to do it that way. Sure. But it's a way to trial it because you go into in October, you have the clubs, you have fans moan and say oh well if that was introduced in September or August we'd have won that game we'd have mm-hmm. got three points he'd have got sent off yeah, it's going to it's, it's really, we'll come back to that another podcast no doubt but it is really 
Mm. It's a strange decision to bring it in halfway through a season. Not even halfway through a season, sorry, like uh, two months into a season. It's just it's a joke. Uh, the last game I've got here is Kilmarnock against Dundee United at Rugby Park. Um, flag day for Kelly, just promoted it back into the Premier League. We were fantastic. They're going to get a bloody pitch back into the Premier League again. Um, you've said Jota was goal of the day. For me, it was Levitt's goal for Dundee United. An absolute wonder strike for Stevie Fletcher setting up way back heel to the fucking strike and the tap in. That boy Levitt, I think his actual first professional goal for Dundee United was against Kelly. Okay. Like, like, he was on loan for Man United. Um, Kelly obviously equalised in the last minute by Ash Taylor, 91st minute equaliser. Which I had down as another goalie season. A volley. Uh, it, was some, it was some volley I was going to say. Fantastic-esque. Uh, it was, it was, Ash Taylor, you don't expect a big second off to volley and tap in for there. Uh, that was an outstanding thingy for that uh, goal. Instance I've got for that game is we've got did you see Harkness red care stupid sending off so he gets two bookings the first one the keeper's trying to kick out he tries to stop by volleying it yeah gets a booking gets a second shot gets a second yeah for a challenge I think it's on Donnelly he doesn't even realise I don't even realise he's booked earlier on because he comes from the referee goes oh what's happened why am I getting sent off and the referee's obviously said to him again a a daft decision especially start of the season a daft decision to get red care would that have changed the game? Could uh, Dunedin kept it way? Obviously, if they had a living in the park, could they have won that game instead of conceding in the last minute? Difficult to say, obviously. I think Kamarnock, I will always say this, Kamarnock's a hard place to go. They got the plastic mm. pitch. It, they played their own um, style. Dundee United have a great striker in Stephen Fletcher. Um I think it was Tony Watt playing. Tony Watt playing. Tony Watt was playing. Two good strikers were playing. Um, but Denny McInnes is a good manager. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been around for, yeah. for over a decade now, hasn't he? So, he so knows. I think he'll, he'll do well at Kilmarnock. I just, I think... I, I think Kilmarnock deserved to win that game, though. Yeah, definitely. Like, well, the other chance they had was Ollie Shaw... Um, Hit a bar, I think a poster bar for Kilmarnock as well because they've won it. So, again, their first game back in the Premier League, flag day for Kelly, they've got a point, they should have won it. Uh, they could have so good to get a point in the last minute equaliser. Done it, they'll be devastated, never won it. Uh, but I think that was a good round up of the Premier League fixtures. Well, go, I was, what I've noticed as well, it's just a wee, we're not going to go through the games. But it's just a wee standout results from the lower leagues in England, uh, down league Scotland for me. Uh, it's just a couple of results to look at. Not getting any much detail, but just to note them. Whereas in the championship, was Partick beating Dundee uh, 3 2 away at Downs Park. Mm-hmm. Partick were 3 0 up at one point, yeah. Dundee came back. That's a, I think that's a great result. Seeing it, a few people have packed Partick to get up this season. Dundee are probably favourites because yeah. they've obviously just been down. But to beat Pat Dundee away by party, that's a statement result. First game of the season, they Absolutely. say we've got a chance to get promoted. Yeah. The other one I noticed for that league was Cove beating Rafe. We we said Cove have money back in them, they've got some decent players. Of them, we back we say McCarthy's could be a great player for him. Maybe he's not. chucked it. He right. went, he's went and throws. They've beaten Rafe too. No, again, I think they have a good season. Yeah, they'll they'll um they've got I think they're away at Morton on Saturday at Carlow. Okay. 
that Morton are struggling for, for, for players and they drew one each with Hamilton so Cove could go to Capital and win mm-hmm. they got a chance to scope uh, in League 1 I'll just another result was a um, couple of results was Edinburgh, Edinburgh FC they're called now sorry beating Kelty Hearts away 2 and one. we both backed Kelty oh. I think I don't know they could be. I don't know the result. Well, I'd tell them I couldn't, so of course they could be. And I'll one we'll, we'll discuss in a minute. But I, Edinburgh, Edinburgh beating Kelty away, that's a good, a good result for Kelty for me. I think it's just because of what's happened in the last season. They seem like they're going up and up and up yeah. and up. But Edinburgh beat them 2-0 away, it's like a season that is a, a result. great result for them. Result, and obviously the other team had McCoon getting totally humped it was Queenie South getting beat 4-1 off Clyde at home I had Queenie South because I thought well just relegated again at home they should probably smash them but obviously me putting on my foot and I jinxed them uh, in League 2 we've got Bonnie Rig Rose beating 4 for 2 in the Hunt but again say Bonnie Rig at home first game back first game in the big leagues bump my crowd I don't know if any chance I think they're going to beat so then we had 2 in the Hunt I think they've got a chance going up and that's a good statement result. Again, that was just a wee round up the results uh, on the lower leagues there. Um, so that was a good wee round up the fixtures there, Steve. And we'll go on to um, just results around Europe. Right on to our European section. We're actually going to start at home and discuss the Scottish sides in Europe, what's happened and how the Scottish sides might fare. Over a few Scottish teams already played, Stevie. Um, not good. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not good. So first one, Murrow could be home the way by Sligo Rovers of the Irish leagues. As we said, we the top of the Murrow game. It's cost Alexander his job. They've brought in Steve Hamill. Mm-hmm. Just poor. It was poor, and I seen ex model manager uh, Stephen Robinson come out and said, "I think they underestimated the Irish leagues." I know did. Uh huh. Which I do agree with, but at the same time, model are at home. They should have came away with a result. Aye. Lose the game away. Don't lose the game home. Home and away, of course. So one just straight in the second game, you see a goal. I think he boy had a free kick and beat Liam Carey for about 40 years. That's why Liam excuse me, was under a lot of, a lot of pressure, a lot yeah. of scrutiny. But in that game, the league game, he was pulling off winter saves. The other game was last night, was Rangers. Again, totally useless to pronouncing, so I'm just going to call them USG for Belgium. Rangers getting beat 2 nothing in an absolute horrendous performance mm-hmm. again. I don't know... I'm not the biggest fan of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. I know he got Rangers to a European final, won the Scottish Cup. I think sometimes he overthinks things. Um, if you watch Rangers against Livingston in the first half, there's no, it seemed that they were far too defensive. Mm-hmm. This game, I don't know what he was playing. He was playing a back five at one point with John Lundstrom playing centre back with three centre mids or four centre mid, sorry, and then he had a winger and that Rabbi Matando and then he had Kolak up front. I don't know if he was trying to play for a nil-nil and take him back to tables like he's done for European games previously. Yeah. I don't know if Rangers underestimated how good this team were. I don't know if this team are even anywhere good or Rangers were just shite. What do you think? What, what do you think he was 
Do you think Van Bronco's got it completely wrong or do you think that team was just better than we thought they were? I, I, would, I would say neither option. I, I, the goal was unlucky. It was a, the one that I... It was a lucky goal, should I say, sorry. It was a lucky goal. And I think from that point, I think that's when Giovanni decided I'll take a one nothing. That was quite a lot. It was a 27, I think it was a 27 mile or something that scored the first goal. And... They never played any much attacking football going forward. Uh, Ryan Kent wasn't able to travel. Ryan Kent's a big part of how Giovanni Van Brokers plays in Europe. Definitely. He's maybe not got used to how to use Matondo. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've seen of the game, Tillman was driving forward at every opportunity. Yeah. So he looks like he's going to be a good player for Rangers. But again, I think Ryan Kent was missing big for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and he was, he was. Um, Ryan Kent in Europe is a different player, mm-hmm. different animal. He gets more space. He seems to come alive in European yep. games. I just think we gave, I just think we gave we just went there for the nil nil. We just went there for nil nil. And you can't. Kind of, I don't. Think you can do that in European games. Something, especially qualifiers, see yeah. by competition. Because that yeah. team, I know away goals don't count anymore. But you kind of go. Yeah, I don't think in any, any game. I go for a nil nil because you you just retreat back. Yeah. And you won't try and go forward. The other icing for that game was apparently now. I don't know how it's been. How VAR? We've talked about VAR. How VAR's got to improve Scottish football? I don't mm-hmm. know how VAR gave it, because. The rules are supposedly state if it takes a deflection of a teammate, yeah. then hits your hand, it can be, it can be a penalty. It can, mm. it can be a, 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 a infringement. So I don't know if the ref is normally given the proper angle to see the deflection, yeah. or he just doesn't know what the rules are. Yeah. But it's a horrendous, horrendous decision. It, it was a really bad decision, and I've seen a lot of, a lot of um, people on social media. Saying how bad a decision it was, like I seen Tony Watts here. I would get Celtic fans saying it. <laughs> uh, I seen um your man from Soccer AM who's no longer present. Mike Rustin. Mike Rustin say how was that a uh, how was that a a penalty? A penalty, and it's if if VAR's again if VAR's going to help football in general, silly mistakes like that. It's just making it's yeah. making me not want VAR. Aye. I don't want VAR to be completely honest because. VAR, football has been fine for the last hundred odd years. Aye. Now it's all we now have technology, let's bring it in football, see, we're just making it more complicated for the reason. Aye. I think the only reason I think I've got to bring it in now is because we kinda have our top league not get it when everybody else's top league's got it. True. It makes our top league go amateur. Mm-hmm. Another point of view with VAR is it slows down the game sometimes with decisions. Like sometimes you see in England, it can take a minute, a minute and a half to get a decision. When you look at it, TV, you're like, oh, I can't, how can you not see that? It's yeah. offside. I think a minute and a half to take decisions in that way. Another thing they said, oh, it'll stop people debating decisions. Mm-hmm. But what is they now is people debating VAR. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I boy was offside, oh, I don't think it was offside. Now it's VAR gave it offside. Well, how could it get offside? It was only his toe it was offside, or yeah. it was only his nose it was offside. And stuff like that. What, what I, I heard earlier on today was after, in, in the English Premier League, mm-hmm. when a decision has been, has gone to VAR, 
the conversation between players and the referee and I believe whoever's uh, behind VAR mm. will be released. Really? So, yeah, so you'll be able to kind of understand understand the line of thought, which I don't. You don't need that because it should be clear to know this is black, this is white. They done, done a trial in the Australian League a couple of years ago yes. where they mic'd up the referee who was with that and it was brilliant. Yeah. The way they done it, it made it look so easy. It made it so look so, alright, that's how I made that. He's reported saying, well, I've seen this incident. Go and have a look at it. This is why you should look at it. It made it look so simple. Uh-huh. Um, another, we'll talk, we'll go back to the Rangers game. Obviously, even though when I don't we don't think it's a penalty, Rangers don't deserve to win the game. USG were a better team. Rangers don't deserve to get anything game. Do you think they can turn around the Ibrox? Uh yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna have Ryan Kent back, hopefully. They're gonna have Morelos available. Oh is he well. be av- is he gonna be available, is he, right? Seems to be. Um in the biggest factor is that at home they'll have a crowd behind them. And the Ibrox crowd done a lot for Rangers last season. Definitely did. I think it's a, even though they lost, it's a definitely an advantage to go back at Ibrox for mm-hmm. the second leg. Because you could get two early goals and you straight, they, they need, to be, need to improve 100% for the last two games. Because if, if Rangers do qualify, then, or same with um, USG, uh, who's next is PSG or Monaco. Two, two tough games. So, well, hopefully, they two games are um, that game is next week for the Rangers game my all are out we've discussed we've got Dunning they're actually playing tomorrow they're playing easy up Mar of Holland they finished 5th last season in the division that'll be an absolute solid game for Dunning yeah they'll do well to get through that tie that was a tough game that was a tough game Um, they're easy they've not got really any noble players we can really talk about we've got Jordi Classy who used to play for Feyenoord went to Southampton uh, they've got a boy called Carlson up front who's a Swedish international. He's going 11 goals last season in the league. Again, they're at home at... F- it, it probably... They're at home at tie first at Tannadice. I think that's a disadvantage for them as well. As I said, with Rangers, there's an advantage going home second leg. Yeah. I think starting off game, if easy get a result at United, it'd be very tough to get a result over there for them. Yeah. But they can only... I mean, they finished fifth in the Dutch league... Easy are a big name, they've won league titles before, they've had good players. Mm-hmm. But Dunnate can cause an upset. Yeah, absolutely. Um so they can you shouldn't take it like it's an impossible task. I think they've got a good chance. And the other team in Europe is Hearts. We'll discuss Celtic once properly, once they get into their Champions League draw yeah, who they get about, exactly. Yeah. But Hearts they've got their Europa League uh, playoff round and they can either face Linfield who are Northern Ireland uh, Irish champions, sorry, or FC Zurich, who are Swiss champions, uh, which was news to me because I thought it was Basel, because they usually are either Basel or Young Boys are yeah. champions. But FC Zurich are Swiss, Swiss champions. Linfield, um, they beat Bodo Camp at home 1-0. Okay. So with big news over there, all they're getting qualified. Behind Bodo, get hammered them 8-0 away. Absolutely tore them apart. I mean, Linfield... Northern Irish was not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see that probably a Scottish team will get them. We'll see, I hearts will get pumped. But <laughs> as as will found out after Sligo. But big again in FC Zurich Swiss Champions League beat after a uh, Carabag five four nine. It'd be tough for Hearts, even though it's Linfield. 
if he's Europe, maybe not the biggest names, but they're both champions of respective leagues. Aye. So it will be tough. They're there because they're good enough to be there. Exactly. So if they do, if they, sorry, if they do get through, Hearts will get in a group stage of the Europa League. They're definitely in the Conference League groups anyway. Aye. So it's a definitely European football, but I think it'll be a good, it's a good opportunity for Hearts. As I said before, they've got a decent team. Mackay, Forrest look good. They've got Shankman up top. Mm-hmm. And Devol- Halliday on the bench. And the Halliday, aye. Uh, he would, he's, well, he's played, I don't know if he played any games for Rangers, did he? Or did he, was he part of the infamous game in Luxembourg? He probably did. Okay, I think that's why he got sent to go to... Uh, oh, he got uh, sent, he got he he banished to yeah. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Uh, was it no Carib- was the Carabag he played for? I don't think so. No, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good team, no. was it? No. I <laughs> Aye, so Hearts a decent opportunity. Hopefully by the next podcast donated of um got a result against AZ and Rangers against USG have got a chance in the middle, they've been popped out. Uh, so we'll look at we've looked at the Scottish teams in Europe, we'll look at some European results. There's not obviously leagues have not started, but the Super Cups have been coming and going in set different leagues. Um, we'll look at the German, we'll start with Dutch, the Jordan Cruyff Cup, as it's called, the Shield, where PSV beat Ajax 5-3. It was the debut of the £23 million man, Calvin Bassey. He came on off the bench for Ajax and get promptly sent off. <laughs> um, and then you've got obviously the battle between the Rangers and Celtic fans on Saying, there we go, the Ajax have been absolutely done with yeah. money. Um, it was unfortunate, I seen the challenges, it was unfortunate, it did, again, it, it went was, to bar. Yeah. It could be a red card. It probably was a red card, uh, it was just very unfortunate. Maybe just a bit excited. Noble things for that game was PSV beating Ajax for a start. Mm-hmm. Ajax have obviously been the main team over there for the last couple of years, especially with the money they've had from Frankie de Jong in uh, De Litt. Um, for Ajax Gus Till scored a hat-trick for them he's a good player Dutch boy he used to play for AZ Altmar mm-hmm. he's a good player and another one I didn't guys realise he actually played for PSG was Xavi Simmons who Rangers were linked to for PSG yeah that's right he scored as well Rangers were heavily linked with him I think um, yeah, he was practically going at one point connected through deal yeah um, so he looks at he looks Really, he's a bit of a good addition for PSV. And uh, Stephen Bergwijn, he's came from Tottenham to Ajax and he scored against his old team uh, for Ajax against PSV. So, that again, 5-3, so, so must be some game. Then we look at the German Super Cup final, which is also remarkably a 5-3 game for, for Bayern to beat uh, RB Leipzig. Bayern again, we've we'll we'll said, probably will smash that league, yeah. league again. Um Notable game for that game was Mai's first competitive goal for Bayern Munich. We said he'll be a good sign for them. Yeah, absolutely. He's a good um, player. He's definitely. They've signed for Juventus. Yeah. So they'll build a good squad. They can go into any Champions League as well. Um, the other Super Cup final was the total. They my, my best Del Boy impression here of French <laughs> pronunciation and say the trophy does champions. And it was plucky PSG. Have upset the odds and beat Nantes four nothing. They've got this wee boy called Messi scored and Neymar get two as well in the game. Jake Messi will come on a game a season. Jake will like he's settled now and he'll he'll score thirty or something next season. 
he needs to, in my opinion. Aye. Um, he's went there and he's done nothing, in my opinion. Again, he's not really shown, showed up. So I think this is a season he needs to do a lot more this season, without a doubt. Um, scoring in the Super Cup is a great start for him, but he just needs to continue and be who Aye. he is. He's, I mean, talent never leaves you. It's form, yeah. form's temporary, ta- uh, with a class permanent. Yeah. He'll, he'll definitely come out again. We kind of know, um, like, struggle that he did last season. I think he's obviously we've said he grew up at Barcelona. He's been Barcelona all his life. Always known as Spanish, Spain, and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. He's never known anything else. So it is even though he's the best part, probably best player in history ever. Um, you still got to struggle. It's a different way of life. Mm-hmm. So it is. So hopefully he'll he'll come out in the game. Uh, down south we had the FA Community Shield, or I like to call it a charity shield. Yeah, which is. Um, a chat manager thing I had to skip for um, FA Community Shield Liverpool beating Man City 3-1 we had Nunes getting his first goal for Liverpool and Alvarez getting his first goal for Man City now we've got the stupid people media I don't have a laugh or what they're saying but they're saying oh just because Haaland had one bad game they're saying oh you're not playing Hamburg away this weekend son that because he had one bad game for Man City, that oh, he's not going to be any good. I like, mean, come on now. And again, as you say, the English media, they want to kind of create headlines, create storylines. Hopefully, he's not going to. I was going to compare him to Messi with when Messi went to PSG and he never showed up. Hopefully, this is just a very small. Ah, he's one one game against Liverpool, he'll score, he'll score bucket loads. He kind of know, especially in that team the way they play. Yeah. I mean, he kind of not get chances. So you can He'll definitely do well there. Um, 3-1 Liverpool, even though his classes are friendly, I think it's a big statement for Liverpool to beat Man City. Um, you'll have Liverpool fans that will say, it's a really important game, it's a trophy. Mm-hmm. We beat Man City 3-1. You know, Man City fans on the other side say, okay, it's a friendly, it doesn't matter. Wait till the real stuff starts. Yeah. But I think it's, to beat Man City 3 1, I know you've seen some pre season results, but I love Man United beat Liverpool 4 0. Yeah. But this, to me, it's technically it's a competitive fixture. It's a trophy, you want to win it. Yeah. It gets over, it gets you started off. So I think it's a big result for Liverpool. And obviously, we'll talk about we'll discussing next, uh, next um, podcast about the Premier League starting this yeah. weekend. That's right, he's coming out this weekend. Another story for England is Ronaldo, who said when he made his de- he came on against Rio Vallecano that the king is here, and then the king fucked off before half time. <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets subbed at half time for Ahmad, the Rangers yeah, boy, yeah. Uh, who came on actually scored after two minutes. Aye. But he's been, Ronaldo is a weird one. He's obviously not wanting to stay at my night because I've not got a chance to see football. I think. He's souring his legacy there. I mean, my new fans, he was a was a, a legend, an icon, whatever you want to call it. But he was a hero, they all helped him back. Yeah. They've never qualified for the Champions League. New wants to fuck off. He's obviously left before full time this this game. It's, he's a thirty seven year old professional player, he's not a twenty year old who wants to move. Aye. It's very it's very um, childish for me. It uh, should be. What's he doing? Why is he leaving early? You're not going to. The fans will go, why are you fucking off early? Uh, he's going to have players it, like Diallo looking up to him. Aye, um, definitely, mate. Um, 
Diallo is comparably in the same position on field as Ronaldo, right. so he's going to want to learn from Ronaldo, and this is not something that you kind of want to pass down to future players. Future players. I, I, he's obviously wanting a move, he's obviously wanting to go somewhere. But a lot of clubs don't want him, he's on a lot of money. Aye. He's 37, I will score goals, but a lot, of pl- a lot of managers these days, it's all about how a team play. Mm-hmm. They want pressing, they want players to track back, they want Ronaldo's in there, that anywhere. And that's the fault he's in, he's 37, he's a legend, he's up front, he's a striker, he'll score Aye, goals. He will score. Do you see any club, do you see like a Chelsea, do you see like maybe a Bayern or a Juve or bring them back Juve, do you see go to Spain, do you think he'll move to Man United? I don't know if he will move or not because who's going to pay his wages is what I'll say. However, if he does move, I think he might be going to America, going to Inter Miami with David Beckham. Jigsaw? See, I, I don't know, I think he was, um, I think he's, for me, he's wanted to go to a to go somewhere to win the Champions League one more time. I think that's what he's looking for, to mm-hmm. win the Champions League. But who's going to take him? I know, but... What Champions League team is going to take him? To guarantee that he's going to play? To take, to guarantee, I know. I, I know who would, like... Chelsea, people are saying Chelsea's an option. Chelsea supposedly said not him. Mm-hmm. Tuchel, not, he's not Tuchel's kind of player for me. I mean, look at Lukaku up last season. I know Ronaldo Lukaku are not the same kind of player, but they're both kind of... Big strikers will score goals, yeah. and Tuchel wasn't a fan of Lukaku, he, put, he was playing Havers up front for mm-hmm. most of the season last season because he wanted somebody to press and move back and track players. Bayern, he's not a Bayern player for me, especially because that's basically why um, Nigel's been wanting to get rid of Lewandowski, was because he wanted movement and pressing on yeah. Manuel Gigi. Spain, I think they're going to be I've protested that they don't want Ronaldo at the fucking club already. They, they don't want him. They, 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 they hate him, obviously, because he'll play for Real Madrid. I was going to say, well, can he go back to Madrid? Madrid I, don't, I don't see... They're going for a younger generation, apart from Benzema. Benzema's right. been brilliant. He was brilliant when Ronaldo was there. Yeah. He's been brilliant when he's left. He's probably better scoring a lot more goals. Aye. And then you've got young generation of like Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo. Um, obviously, still got the old midfield, but they, I don't think they'll go back. I don't go back to that for me. Maybe for me, only player I can see, only club I can maybe see is maybe an Italian team, mm. a Milan, because they've obviously got Zlatan, they've had Giroud. Yeah. They might, they kind of like that kind of type of player. Yeah. A Milan, an Inter, might go from, Roma don't have any Champions League, so I, I don't have any Champions League. No, they might, they, no, because they won the Conference League, so they qualify yeah. for Europa League. Yeah. So you won't want to go there because they don't have any Champions League, and I don't think they'll pay the money. So they won't, but, aye, it's a weird one, Ronaldo, he's obviously wanting to move, well, if time goes on a podcast, we'll probably discuss more about him and we'll see what's happening with him. What I would be interested in if he did go to Roma. Aye. Being managed by the special. Like also, well, he was managed by him after when he was Real Madrid. He was Real Madrid and he done well. Yeah. So he did. Um, but I'll be, I'll be brilliant to find out we'll where he goes. And obviously, I don't think he'll stay at Man United. And if he does, he'll need to play like out of skin every week to, to hang the fans back in the only note I've got Finland is I've been watching I watched the Burnley game um, and this one note we've got really is Vincent Company Burnley manager they played like they played like prime Barcelona what I see if we were playing mate honestly uh, passing was out of, out of this world it was 70% possession 
and I had a, I'm sure I read a stat where it was the first time Burnley have ever had 70% possession in a game since stats were like created, created <laughs> which is crazy if you look at if you're a Burnley fan you must be Burnley fans sitting in a stand going fucking punt it because they're used to Sean, Sean Dyche flipper punt up the field Hey, hey, back corner, but their their fit was brilliant, mate. Honestly, some big results. Obviously, the Premier League's not that the Championship. Some good results. Cardiff beating Norwich was the main result for me. I think as well. Apart from the Burnley game, was Norwich are supposedly the favourites to go back up again. They bounced up and bounced down. That's how they live. So no, that was a good bit. Just a wee word for company. But Burnley, I think they'll do well. I don't know if they could play forty odd games for playing past past football, but. It's it's like a good a, it just shows you having Bellamy decent coaches of much of a good coaching side there because Burnley are playing one set of side of football they've played it for 10 years under one manager companies come in and are playing a, a completely different way where he wants to be he can tell you when they keep looking at the ball he's looking for a defender to play it play it pass 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 sometimes we're getting a wee bit caught but they're playing well but I think that was a good round up of the European fixture Stevie We'll get Mayor once the league starts. Obviously, Premier League starting next season. It's eh, on next season next week. Eh, next weekend, Serie A, La Liga, eh, eh, League One. They all start soon. So that was a wee roundup of our European and English action. Now we're on the end of the podcast. Um, it's been a good wee talk, Steve and Jink. Aye, excellent. Was a good start of the season for Scottish football anyway. Definitely. In the last podcast, we finished with a wee question, which was, who holds the British transfer record? Um, and it's actually the man himself, Jack Grealish, of £100 million, which is crazy money. Absolutely. Ridiculous. So we'll do a new question for next uh, for next pod. Uh, you can get us on the Twitter. Uh, what is the Twitter? So follow us on Twitter at Funny Old Game. So you can get your answers there. Again, and the question for next week, next time is, at which club did Paulo Di Canio start his career? So that is at which club did Paulo Di Canio start his career? A very quiet character, as Paulo. Um, so just to say again, I think I'll go by Steve. So. Aye, so good luck to all the teams in the European competitions, uh, all the Scottish teams in European competitions. Uh, find a five for Scottish football, because the reputation of Scottish football needs a boost, and the best way of doing that is with a good showing in European football by all teams. Definitely, mate. Definitely. I definitely agree. No, it was a good chat, mate. I liked it. Um, I said we're getting better and better. Hopefully people listen and may people uh, approve us. So next time, hopefully we'll get more... Good results and some good action to talk about. Mate, it's been a pleasure. Aye, good speaking with you. And again, follow us on Twitter at Funny Old Game and let us know your thoughts. Thanks for listening. Bonjour.